Hello, and welcome to this episode of the Five Year Reunion. I'm Emily Cherish. Today, we're in my hometown, Newtown, Connecticut. This episode will highlight a few local iconic institutions in Newtown, as well as three more of my former high school classmates. The Newtown Bee is the town paper that reports all the town happenings in Newtown. My parents read the Bee every week, and if you've lived in Newtown long enough, you'd likely get reported on in one way or another. So I headed over to the Bee to talk to the associate editor. People passing school buses. Well, geez, seems like that happens a lot in Newtown. Well, it's just because you have a newspaper that reports it whenever somebody gets a ticket or arrested for passing a school bus. <laughs> My name is John Voquette. I am uh, one of two associate editors here at the Newtown Bee newspaper. We are in the Newtown Bee morgue where we have all of our back editions of the paper going back to the uh, early 1900s. We produce a weekly print edition uh, that circulates to thousands of, of local residents. Uh, we also have a very, very robust uh, web presence at newtownbee.com. We average about 30,000 unique views a week because so many people either grew up here and moved somewhere else or moved here and then moved somewhere else. And the town and the friendships and connections that were made here are so dear to so many of these people that... uh, People are looking at our website literally every day from all over the world who still uh, love folks in or from Newtown or the community itself, and they want to know what's happening. The Bee has been publishing since 1877. Newtown is significantly older than that as an established uh, municipality in Connecticut. You know, I've been here 18 years, and it probably took me about two years to really start to even feel like I belonged and, and deserved the privilege to write about it. So uh, my snapshot in time is fractional compared to the mm. history of the town. Uh, the physical nature of the town is quite interesting. There are just so, so many neighborhoods and, and open spaces and places to go here. Uh, the interesting kind of satellite nature of the main street, which a lot of people kind of compare to the classic Norman Rockwell type of uh, main street look for New England. Can you describe the police blotter? The police blotter. Every couple of days, uh, one of us uh, goes to or corresponds with the police department. Uh, they give us details of specific, uh, more higher level arrests, burglaries. Uh, certainly, uh, traffic accidents are, are part of that record. Uh, you know, the, the occasional stolen goat or, uh, or the uh, the police calls, sending officers and animal control because there's cows all over uh, Route 25 uh, or something like that. You <laughs> sure. Know. I have a neighbor who hit a mailbox and mm-hmm. it showed up in the Newtown Bee. Mm-hmm. So what is that type of phenomenon? Oh, like, oh like, I, what I've, is that? I've, I've, I, I can completely empathize with that individual because I've been in the police blotter three times. <laughs> uh, once for just in a rainstorm running over a manhole, which cover was popped off. Uh, and a couple of other times, small fender bender uh, accidents that I've been in town. Newtown, some of its highest points offer gorgeous views. I've got some topographical uh, high points in town that are that are wonderful to uh, look around from yeah. you know, dirt roads uh, you know 
walking or biking or driving on them, especially during autumn and when it's in foliage glory, you know, or incomparable. The long-term residents who are here, these are people who are invested in the community, have generations old uh, friendships and ties to uh, uh, neighbors, colleagues, the shops and the businesses. Some of them offer some unique uh, things, if not unique things, unique people that deliver them. After finishing up at the B, I headed over to meet the first classmate for this episode. This classmate, when I was going to message him on Facebook to ask him to do this podcast, I had like scrolled up and there was a very long chat history because we were friends in seventh grade. I'll just read you our last conversation from 2012. He goes, do you have FaceTime? I go, yup. He goes, want to FaceTime me? I go, can't right now. I'll get in trouble, dot, dot, dot. Two with a two, morrow, question mark. He goes, why? And I go, everyone's asleep and I talk really loud, so I'll wake them up. And I'm not supposed to have my iPad after 10, dot, dot, dot. I get no response. Joe. Hi. How's it going? Peachy. <laughs> well, thank you for having me in your house. And we're with your mom, your girlfriend. What's going on? Alrighty. So right now I work for the Newtown Board of Education. Uh, I'm one of the custodians at Sandy Hook Elementary. Um, I've been there for almost eight months. Took me a year, about a year to get in. And I don't have any intentions on leaving. Uh, I still live at home right now, uh, just trying to save enough money to start my own life with my girlfriend. Uh, eventually, we'll get out of here, but with how expensive life can be. Where are you and your girlfriend? Where do you guys want to go? Well, uh, we would like to find like a nice, you know, simple small house. You know, we're we're very very simple with that. Um, you know, I don't need a big giant mansion. Mm. You know, I just need something with some walls and a roof. Nice carpet. Nice. Well, I don't like carpet. Oh God. <laughs> I like hardwood floor. Positive or negative things that have happened. Um. So, well, I graduated high school. I worked at a gas station for a couple of years. Which that, one? Uh, wheels right off exit ten. Evan worked there too. Did you Did you cross paths with him? I think so. Okay. I think so. I I don't really remember Evan all that well. Okay. But I. Th- think I remember. Him. He's like my best friend still. We still like oh, hang okay. out all the time. Yeah. Okay. So you you're just been working straight through. Yeah. Yeah, no college, nothing. I mean, I would like to go to, you know, college and just get a degree in something, but at the same time, I would like to do almost like a trade school, like a trade college, you mm-hmm. know, learn something, you know, cuz I mean, trades are hurting in this country right now. Personal experiences that you've had. I met my girlfriend 5 years ago. Uh, you know, we've been together ever since. Um, you know, it's it's been a really, really, you know, I mean, I love her to death. So it's, you know, it's a very nice experience to find somebody that you care about and find your true love when you're young. What are some things that you would consider to be a part of you, value-wise? or My family. Mm. Family is priority. Anything to do with family is priority because you can have all these nice inanimate objects in life, but you can never, ever, ever have another family, you know, and, you know, but for inanimate objects, you know, I like, you know, I like, you know, play video games here and there, you know, (laughs) know, things like that, you know, um, you know, not to offend anybody, but, 
you know, I know it's a touchy subject, yeah. you know, now nowadays, but I'm a big Second Amendment guy. I'm a big gun guy. I have plenty of guns, so I really like those. Those bring me joy in life. Mm. You know, I find them fun to go shoot. You know, do you shoot like at that. a range? Yeah, yeah, I go to uh, some, sometimes I go to some private property where they've got a lot of acreage, and then there's a place up in Wallingford that I like to go to. Mm. We've all gone with them, and it's a blast. It's so much fun. Family shooting. Yeah. That's it's fun. It's fun. It's interesting. You see Victoria with the 12 gauge. She's like a little Annie Oakley. What's 12 gauge? Shotgun. What's shotgun? <laughs> I'll show you later. Okay. I try to just be as fair and, you know, nice and fair and as nice as I possibly can to be to somebody. Yeah. Ever since he was a little boy, he's always been just sort of a, oh, ever since he's he was a little boy, he's always been pretty much a live and let live kind of guy. He's just always been very chill. Don't let things bother me. That's it. Rule number one. That's so good. So, what is your what is your relationship, you and you and Joey? We have always been pretty close. I think we have a lot of inside jokes together. You know, as as a little boy, you know, he and I always got along. And then, you know, as a teenager, a lot of people struggle with their teenage kids, but. I really didn't have much of a problem with him. I mean, he wasn't a perfect kid by any means. But I just ate a lot of food. Yeah, he, yeah. I, I worked Big to grocery feed bill. My, oh, you would, don't even go there. Now that he's an adult, we really have a good friendship, I think. Yeah, I, I read a quote, actually, um, that kind of resonated with me. It was like, um, being with your adult children is kind of like being good friends with the best part of yourself. That's so, I don't know why I'm so emotional today, but that's so cute. <laughs> What's life like in this house? Um, I mean. You want to go there? <laughs> uh, not too bad. I mean, I just have to get my stuff done. And, you know, my favorite part about living here is I have my ducks. And they, uh, they keep me together from upset or something, you know. Hi, boys. <gasps> They're huge! They are. I was not expecting that. They are Pekins, which is one of the larger breeds. Wow. The one with the pink foot. That's Arnie. He's all wrapped up with his boo-boos here. I can open this up so you can... Hi, guys. Yeah, yeah. This is my home office, as you can mm. see. It is not the most pleasant smell. That's <laughs> awesome. And they just live in this little room. Yeah, for now. Oh, here he comes. I have good parents. I have a okay brother. Right there there. it is. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, overall, yeah, I think it's just, you know, I like the town. I like, I have my friends. But here, I mean, it's home, so. Can I see your shotgun? Yes, you can. So this is my Glock 22. Shoots a 40 Smith & Wesson caliber. That's one of my handguns. Oh, wow. That looks, yeah, that looks special agent. Oh, I put that on, yeah. <laughs> Well, this is actually one of the most popular police pistols. Huh. Like 40 to What's 60. that, the Glock 22? Yeah. Yeah. This is my Glock. That's a nice gun to shoot. This is my Rock Island 1911 that shoots. 1911? Yeah. 10 mil, that's the model. Uh, oh, Colt yeah. Colt made a... Uh, it sounds was, like it's the... Yeah, I was like, this Well, that was the new. first year that Colt made the 1911. So one thing I will say about Joe is he is a freak so, about gun safety. I just bought mm. this one. Mm. Just keep your finger off the trigger and just don't point the muzzle okay. at anybody. I'm just going to hold it like yeah. this. That's a Mossberg Maverick 88 12-gauge shotgun with a pistol grip. Huh. 
It's heavy. It's yeah. heavier than I thought it would be. Yeah. You keep it locked up in a safe. Yep. But if you aim out the window, uh, just not where my mom's sitting. Yeah. Just <laughs> look through that scope and you can actually see. I would have came even. Oh, wow. That's oh, so that's how they shoot like birds and stuff. Well, deer and yeah. uh, hogs and stuff. Use yeah. shotguns to hunt uh, hunt birds. Hopes for yourself like in the next five years. I want to be married. Really? Mm -hmm. I want to be married. Um, I want my girlfriend to, you know, obviously be tied in with me. So it's mm -hmm. like hopes for each other. I want her to, you know, have a job that she really enjoys, you know, to where, you know, she gets up every day and she, you know, she just likes it. She enjoys going yeah. to it. And um, five years from now, you know, I'll be almost 30. I'd like to have a house, but I don't know. I'd like to have something of my own where, like, I... You know, turn the key, walk in, and I'm like, yeah, this is mine now. Mm. This is mine. And I did this. It's nice. You built it up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. After finishing up with Joe, I headed to the best place to get all your Newtown merch with Lisa Wallace at Queen Street Gifts in Newtown. We have a very unique gift boutique uh, where we offer gifts for just about everybody in all ages. We have all sorts of greeting cards that you probably won't ever see in another store, and they're all curated very carefully. Yeah. What's this card? It's a birthday card. Every day I say to myself, Susan, you must give up drinking. Luckily, my name's not Susan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's your favorite card? Yeah. Witness the fitness, and she's bending over to what looks like a, a vodka soda. Yeah, that's good, Robin. I just saw that yesterday. So we've got gifts for all sorts of occasions. Um, graduations and housewarmings, birthdays, just anything you could think oh, of. Can you describe like the visual spectacle when you walk in the store? It's pretty unique. <laughs> <laughs> it is unique. The owner of the store, Andrea, uh, has such a great eye for finding something that's a little different. Well, we are carrying some local vendors like Emmeline Sweets. So mm -hmm. we have a line of chocolates now. We try to do a lot of local artisans and crafters. We've got wood products, whether it be a cutting board or a bowl or um, you know anything like that, that are made by uh, Newtown people. So we get a lot of shoppers who come in who are looking like for a graduation gift because we do carry a lot of Newtown and Sandy Hook. Uh, small retail, mugs, art, books. We've got some local artists, writers. We are right on the corner of Queen Street and Churchill Road. And we're right next door to Newtown Color Center and across the parking lot from Caraluzzi's. After getting some postcards, I headed to my next classmate. This classmate and I were tight in elementary school, so it's been way more than five years. I'm Julia Redcheck, and we're in Dickinson Park. I just got into medical school, so that's fun. Oh my god! Yeah. Very <laughs> cool. What, uh, where are you going? So, I'm going to be a podiatrist, so it's foot the- Foot doctor? Yeah, foot yes. doctor. Foot and ankle, like, surgery is mm -hmm. what I'm going to do. Um, so the New York College of Podiatric Medicine wow. in Harlem. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. I live in New York City now, so- Oh, cool. We'll see you in Harlem. Yeah. <laughs> so how long have you been thinking about becoming a doctor? Forever. Do you remember that like eighth grade Civil War project that everyone had to do? You had no. to okay. You had to pick a subject on the Civil War, anything you wanted. At least in my cluster, I feel like did everybody did. Did you put did trench it. foot 
No. Oh, I did Clara Barton, who was the, she was like a nurse during the Civil War and she founded the American Red Cross. Mm. And then from there I was like, oh, medicine, Mm. that's a thing. That's cool. And so, yeah, since then it's been like doctor, 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 doctor the whole way through. Do you feel like amazing about it? I've like for some reason felt like nothing when I actually got the acceptance because I wasn't expecting it like I took the MCAT which is the medical school admissions test in January and that was like the most stressful day of my life it was insane but then within two weeks I got an acceptance without that score so I was like oh my god that and I just didn't know what to feel yeah it hasn't really set in like oh my gosh I've been waiting for so long for this Mm. to happen I'm thinking about like all the opportunity costs of becoming a doctor. You sacrifice a lot, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. There was one summer where I worked seven days a week just so that I could afford to go to an internship in New York City. I got this internship at this place called the Harkness Center for Dance Injuries, which I want to do like sports medicine for ballet dancers because cool. I dance okay. as well. Yes. Um, and so that place is like the, the dream. To work there is the dream. So we would shadow the physical therapists and athletic trainers in the mornings. And then in the afternoons, we would go to the clinic where patients would come in with like they broke their ankle or they have pain in their ankle or their knee or their hip or their shoulder or whatever. Um, and these are all dancers, theater performers, like Broadway actors, Broadway dancers, cruise ship performers. You have to be professional dancers, modern dancers, flamenco, hip hop, like everybody. Just seeing the language that the doctors can speak dance. So I got this internship and it was also incredible, but it's unpaid and it's in Manhattan. So it's through NYU. And so I lived at NYU, but it's unpaid. I got to make money. So I worked at a bagel shop for the other few days, Brooklyn Bagel and Coffee Company. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But it was worth it because in the end, I I don't think without that experience, I would have gotten even like looked at for other programs. How do you think you've changed in the past, maybe since high school? I mean, probably a lot. I don't think I like ever spoke ever in high school, like maybe until senior year. I was so quiet, thought that nobody ever even knew I existed in high school. Not that I was shy, I mean, I probably was shy, but I just didn't care about anything but go to school, do my work, maybe talk to some people who I was in like Girl Scouts or Quiz Bowl or whatever with. Did that, went to ballet class, went home, went to sleep, and that was it. But now I think I actually care about (laughs) having friends and Mm. having a social life. What was the change? I don't know. Probably like having a roommate who didn't, like having a normal roommate who's just a person that I have to live with, having them like push me to, I don't know, talk to people. And once you go to college, it's a totally different environment. So you just feel like, oh, I should change stuff. I don't know. Like one of my favorite things about college was being in our dance program, which was really great. I had only done classical ballet my whole life which is part of the whole you don't you don't talk ever in class in class on stage nothing so and then being in dances like contemporary styles and all that stuff with other people who have done those styles their whole life taught me a lot and I just loved being in that organization then senior year I was the costume director so like actually getting to do something and meeting every single person I knew everyone's name that was like the most fun I've ever had Mm -hmm. well med school starts in the fall that'll be fun Uh. hopefully I can balance that 
is when you're in the library or the science building studying until midnight or 2 a.m. That's when your everything goes out the window, nothing else matters. So I just want to be able to maintain some sort of, okay, I get home at eight o'clock, I can watch some TV, read my book, take a shower and go to bed. The, the goal is to not just repeat college and do nothing but study and go to dance. I'm Hopefully I can even dance, that's the thing. Mm. But enjoying quarantine and not having to study so much so nice. is so nice that yeah, yeah mm -hmm. everything is planned out for me all my classes all my I mean residency everybody gets in with podiatry so with medical school a lot of people don't they they do medical school and then they don't get placed into a residency and then you're stuck with podiatry there's not that fear I think almost everybody it's like 99% placement rate so basically the next seven years of my life unless I really screw it up <laughs> are planned out so you're living in Harlem yeah, I mean, now I'm in Newtown, but yeah, right. medical school will be in Harlem. What um what part of Harlem are you in? 124th Street. It's like East Harlem. I literally okay. looked it up yesterday because wow. I don't know. Is it like right by the, the Harlem stop, like Lexington? Yeah, 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 right there. So when you're taking Metro North into yeah. Manhattan, you see it says like the New York College of Podiatric Medicine. Like oh, it's wow. this big building in blue letters. You pass it every single time. So I've seen that building since I was a kid, never knowing what it was. And now that's the foot clinic where I'll be working. And that's the, that's the school. Mm. So... It is the the train station is the school, which is good in the sense of our patient population mm. is going to be wild. I mean, that oh that's God. what they're known for is I'm just thinking about now, like mm -hmm. there are so many people with literally trench foot. By yeah, the Harlem 125th <laughs> yeah that's that's it. There's yeah. only nine podiatry schools in the country and two of them are in major cities, one being New York and one being Philadelphia. And the other schools are in like rural Ohio. I personally don't want to practice rural medicine, so I wouldn't want to learn in, 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 in an environment like that. So I'm excited to be like in literally in the trenches, in the trenches. <laughs> leaving dickinson i ran into a local institution in and of herself growing up here i've seen this woman walk around town every single day she walks the same route at the same times and i've never properly spoken with her and today that changed hi i'm dolores white how long have you been walking around newtown 30 years wow <laughs> <laughs> i used to run now i walk what are some of the things you've seen uh, around Newtown, mm. uh, in 30 years, uh, a lot of change, a lot of building. Mm. Uh, we built a new house in 91, and that was the talk of the town. And now it's, it wouldn't be the talk of the town. Well, why do you keep active? I want to stay on this side of the soil, as they say. I'm now about to turn 73, and I'm still moving. So I'm not running, but I'm walking. I get try to get five miles That's in a day. amazing. I swear yeah. to God, like my whole life I've lived here, I see you like every morning walking out. In fact, I often have often said to people, if I ever leave town, I'll have to take out a billboard that says, you know, I haven't died, I'm just walking somewhere else. <laughs> Sometimes I've had parents tell me that the kids will say, mommy, mommy, we're late because the jogging lady is here and she usually is there. And you know, they, and if they don't see me for a little while, if I'm away or something, they'll come up to me in the big Y or something and go, I'm so glad to see you. I haven't seen you for a week or two, and, you know. so. I feel I feel now I feel great pressure just to keep it up and they'll tell me you're my you're my inspiration and then I always want to say well then why aren't you out walking with me <laughs> taking a detour outside of Newtown I hit the highway to meet my final classmate for this episode this classmate and I had a lot of classes together in high school I always found him to be a really resourceful Tony Soprano kind of guy so we're on the unlimited soup salad and breadsticks mm -hmm. my personal favorite is the pasta fajoule I think Emily you got the same thing yeah. right okay great yeah, so it's honestly the way to go. It's $7.99 for the unlimited Olive Garden. When you're here, you're family.
with the music yeah. chorus popping. The, the band just closed us out. <laughs> My name is Colin Parker, and I have the pleasure of being at the Olive Garden with Miss Emily Cherish right now. I've been trying to like keep my social media full of Olive Garden. That's, so that's why we're I'll, here. I'll sponsorship, <laughs> yep, exactly. Even though I don't have a sponsorship yet. In case somebody from the Olive Garden Corporation is listening. They're like, what's up with Newtown High School? <laughs> yeah. Attended Sacred Heart for my freshman year. Had a great time. Partied a little too much, sure. you know. It's, found a really cool opportunity, and it was to go sell alarms door to door. So it was around the same time that the doorbell camera was coming out. Oh, the out interesting. Yeah, the outdoor cameras, things like that, when people were really getting the home automation where you can like lock your door from your phone. So I went door to door in like 20 to 30 different states, um, anywhere from Charlotte, North Carolina, to Fresno, California, to Compton, California, to Texas, to Knockin' in New Jersey. Definitely an interesting job going door to door. Yeah. Uh, half the people are going to tell you to go fuck yourself. I had a few guys that I worked with, and one of them was knocking doors one day, and he knocked on these guys' doors. These two guys let him in, but they thought he was a cop. These guys were part of a gang, and they ended up hitting him from behind on the head, like with like a pan or something. They knocked him out, mm. and they tied him up in a chair. He's like freaking out. They're freaking out because they're all drugged up, yeah. and they end up leaving the house to like do whatever, go do something. They leave him tied up to a kitchen chair in the kitchen. He gets up, he picks up the kitchen chair on his back, walks up to the front door, has to smash his body through the front door, falls down the front steps like the kitchen oh chair God. breaks. Neighbors see it, call the cops, I had to go pick him up. Did he get the sale? Did end up selling some of the neighbors. Wow. Traveled around for those three years, staying in hotels, extended stays. Uh, Watch some really sketchy stuff happen. I mean, like what? Between walking into people's houses and them smoking meth, Jeez. and walking into people's houses and them doing heroin and yeah. and that kind of that kind of stuff. You definitely got to see different views of life, yeah. different perspectives. Because these people, they grew up in this. They didn't have another way out. Right. Newtown's a really hard place to gain perspective. Mm. It's really, really tough because you're seeing so much just blessings and, and things that people, so much grace where things are happening and people don't really understand why they have it so good. To get a little bit deeper, I guess, um, my family struggled financially uh, when I was a kid. So a lot of my friends had money, had different things that I wasn't able to have different opportunities I wasn't able to have. And that always made me kind of have that motivation and ambition that I wasn't gonna ever struggle financially or have anybody that I love struggle financially. Years of watching struggle yeah. and then kind of being like, hey, I haven't learned a lot in my childhood. I'm not the brightest bulb on the tree, but I know I can control this and I will. Sure. And that's it. If you guys are looking for any sales consulting services, that is Colin Parker. My number is 203-837-6342. I'll show you how to sell a ketchup popsicle to a woman in white gloves. Don't you worry about it. One of my favorite shows, anybody who hasn't seen it, The Sopranos. Right. Uh, that is one person I'd like to embody. Is you have Soprano energy. Tony Soprano, yeah. that, is my, that is my guy. Uh, I am wearing a wife beater. For, for anybody who can't see. And a gold chain. And a gold chain. Mm -hmm. Always, every everybody's gotta remember the gold chain. Yeah. I've always had that. I did recently get this, because Brandon Hensel had it. Wow. A little sloth tattoo. That was, that was a fun one. Oh yeah, right on the collarbone. I like to talk a lot. Uh, 
my mom tells me I like to talk too much. I love sales. I don't like deception, and that's a lot of times aligned with sales is deception. And I believe in just being genuine, straightforward, honest, and becoming a friend with the person that you're talking to. Yeah. And that's why it excites me so much. It's something different. You meet new people every day, and I, I couldn't call myself anything but a salesman. Just reach out 203-837-6342. You know there's some freak out there that's like writing your number <laughs> yeah. down twice. Yeah. Can you pitch me something? Let's say I'm knocking on your door. I'll give you I'll give you a Vivint pitch. Sure. Hold on, one second. Can hey, no problem. No problem. Okay, opens the door. Hi, Miss Cherish? Yes. Hey, Miss Cherish, how are you doing today? Great. Hey, my name's Colin. I'm out here with Vivint. We make a lot of the alarms around here. Okay, awesome. Not trying to sell them, don't worry. We my iron's on. Do you want to come in the kitchen? Do you want me to take my shoes off? Yeah, that'd be great. Okay, cool. Sweet. So I have friends like all over the country, which is kind of cool, like having a place to go stay. I'm actually missing a wedding. I missed a wedding yesterday. Wow. Uh, for this for recording. Tristan, <laughs> for this recording. I, no, Tristan Paris, congratulations. He, he got married on Monday, uh, the day after Easter, probably the cheapest day of the year that you could ever buy. <laughs> cheap. <bastard. laughs> yeah, cheap son of a bitch. For me, I missed my flight, though. Oh, wow. um, so that's okay. Yeah, Airbnb was not so friendly on that refund. Damn. If Airbnb execs are listening, <laughs> screw you. I'm like, who do you think is this demographic? Are you listening? I'm just shooting. Just so hoping. many executives. <laughs> <laughs> I started a new business with um, my friend Matt Maturo. Mm. We started. It's called Memorabilia Drip. We sell like sports memorabilia, movie memorabilia. So it's oh, memorabilia underscore drip. If you guys would like to follow uh, any sports fans out there, movie fans. Uh, we had things like, like that's a Scarface poster. That's Whoa. a real wad of cash from the filming of Scarface, wow. which is really cool. We did a free giveaway, so we did a drawing around Christmas for a Nate Robinson side photo. It's like specialized memorabilia. Yeah, so if anybody has requests or anything like yeah. that, we usually fill those. That's one thing that's taking my time. It's just... You like it? I love sports. I love movies. Yeah. If you're going to spend a lot of time, especially in the age of coronavirus and people needing home offices, spending so much more time at home, it makes sense to dress it up with things you love. And what's cooler than having something that was held by the celebrity or that, that sports yes. player, it kind of gives you that special connection. Mm. And, and if you're a true fan, you're gonna have a couple memorabilia items. So yet again, memorabilia <laughs> underscore drip. <laughs> if you listen to this podcast, I'll give you a 5% discount code Two zero three eight three seven six three four two. Literally the longest access code. Usually it's like oh Emily twenty twenty two zero three nine one nine six. What's your love life like? I've lost a lot of trust in marriage. People are just trying to find somebody that they can be with on paper. Yeah. And fifty percent of the time, statistically, it's not working out. And seventy five percent of the time, on second marriages. They're getting divorces. Mm. So it's like, I'm gonna take my time to kind of figure that out. And that's okay with me. Yeah. One thing I do want, I 100% want as kids, it really does form you as a person who your parents are. And I would love to be that person that's there for my child. That's something I look forward to in life. The past of my best friend, Brandon Hensel. I mean, that was one of the, that's probably the hardest thing I've ever dealt with in my life. That kid, I mean, anybody that's listening to this podcast or listens to it, 
I think, can agree that he was a light in the room. He was somebody you saw, and he had a smile on his face, and he was saying hi to everybody he knew, and that was Brandon. I mean, he, he was voted most huggable in the yearbook for wow. a reason. Oh, wow. Like, he, he, he was a sunshine kid, and mortality is very real. Yeah. Because, I mean, I've gone through a lot of life just not thinking, just doing stupid stuff, and you got to appreciate the people that you love. You gotta make sure that they know that. That's kind of a few of the tough things that I've that I've encountered over the years. In high school, I was so much different, where I thought I knew everything, and I already had it all figured out. And that was something that, when life hit me and I was doing things like going around the country, knocking on people's doors, like that is where I really learned. Like, I know nothing. Perspective is key. Perspective is key. Well, Colin, thank you so much. Thank you so much. And again, 203-837-6342. Colin Parker, if you need any outside. And happy birthday to you, whoever that is over in the court. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Five Year Reunion. Subscribe to this podcast and tune in to next week's episode, where you're going to meet three more people from my high school class. See you next week.